Hi everyone. This is your host Rishabh and you're listening to the podcast Samvad the Conversation. So aao aaj samvad kare. So today I have a very special guest joining me, Sanjana Chauhan, who is a former news anchor and a thoroughbred Bombayite. Besides broadcast and radio experience, she has written for several publications on a host of topics ranging from psychological disorders to prosopagnosia to the puritanical online censorship of menstruation sanjana has authored a series of erotica books for the reading app juggernaut on weekends she runs a farm to fork initiative the mandi project that promotes farm produce and eating local armed with an open mind a good sense of humor and a penchant for the undiscovered sanjana hopes to inspire many to do the same Hi Sanjana it's a pleasure to have you here Hi Rishabh thank you so much for having me Thank you It's I, I've heard so much about you and I've even took a session from you on communication skills that really helped me to you know self uh, introspect and to actually understand where I'm lacking while I communicate with others So just uh, tell me a little about yourself about what you've done and how are you uh, placed now in your career So Rishabh thank you so much of course for having me over here it's quite an honor really uh, to be considered uh, for a podcast for somebody who's uh, who's so young really and it makes me feel quite young quite honestly so i i have to say thank you about that um you did of course introduce me and tell me a lot uh, tell the uh, the listeners a lot about my career so thank you very much for that uh but where i currently am right now is that after perhaps 10 plus years of working in broadcast journalism uh i currently uh work as a communications specialist slash coach like you mentioned you did in fact take a session of mine i essentially am trying to help people communicate better now that you know there's been the pandemic and the coronavirus and everything has moved online we're all speaking on virtual meetings and webinars and conferences and like the way you and our you and i are speaking right now So what I'm trying to do is I'm going to try and make that a little easier for people by you know having this masterclass where I kind of tell people how to navigate these conferences, how to be a better listener, how to be a better speaker, and then in turn, of course, be a better communicator. Hmm. So that was I think the listeners will like as we go through the podcast, they're going to learn much and much more about you and about what I've actually learned from you. So. <laughs> So to start off how would you describe a good and an effective communication So Rishabh I think a lot of times effective communication is uh is confused and it's mistaken in the way that communicating communication is actually made or the way it's actually delivered Effective communication in my mind is really about the message being delivered So I think like I said we confuse it in the way it is being delivered and that sometimes intimidates us because we think that we need to appear a certain way or speak a certain way to deliver the message but it's simply about whether your message has reached the audience in the way you have intended it to so have you managed to pique the interest have you managed to get the audience engaged have you managed to evoke an emotion then yes you have communicated effectively that's simply what it is that's quite true because uh, i've seen people they just communicate and they talk through like they just 
uh, get over with the conversation as quickly as possible they don't think of factors like uh, retaining the listeners attention or actually uh, starting to you know have a control over their emotions while they're speaking they just want to get over the communication as soon as possible and i think that's somewhere a lot of people lack yeah so um regarding this only what are the greatest communications to a good communication um i'm really glad actually that you spoke about the the challenges really when it comes to you know good communication uh because the thing is i think the biggest challenge that we all face and it can be somebody say who's been doing this for many years like i've been a journalist i've been on tv for the last 10 years but the fact is that we all still get intimidated we all are still scared we're all still so fearful of how we deliver that message so that then leads to the next challenge where we completely forget about the people that we are speaking to like you rightly pointed out because you know we've allowed our fear of communicating to come between us and the audience on the flip side rishab there are many of us who depend on natural talent because we think that bhaiya humne ye kiya hai bahut baar kiya hai i've done it many times i've spoken to these people many times so let me just wing it but that's incorrect because even if you are required to converse and communicate even in a casual setting it becomes imperative to practice and speak more so that even when the time comes to do it on the fly then you are prepared what happens is sometimes we know our content so well that we end up rambling we end up putting in several points one after the other and then our brain while we're doing that tells us hey why don't you add this example also and add this anecdote about the time that that happened no never do that because then what mm. you're essentially doing is that you're veering away from the topic and that then poses a big challenge to the message you're initially trying to deliver so i think these are you know the greatest challenges that that we face either in offline or even online communication yeah that's very true because one thing that i learned from the course that i took uh, a very important point you said was that we rely so much on you we re- rely on our own confidence and our communication skills that when we actually have to speak instantly on you know as on a fly like if we're in a difficult situation where we have to deliver a speech or anywhere where we are not actually prepared to give a speech that's where we actually start where we start to ramble and things get out of control at that point so um, another great problem and this is a very important topic for me as well because i've been recording podcast for the last 2 3 months and even though i don't face this issue because it's just the audio but for the people who are giving speech and are delivering everything uh, on camera or you know before the covid situation when everyone was speaking off like in the offline phase so uh, re- regarding that what role does facial expression gestures and you know pauses play while we speak to someone So Rishab just to just to I think I would not say correct you but just to say throw in a little bit over here and say that even in the work that you are actually doing this podcast that you and I are actually recording uh pauses our voice tone our emphasis all of these things are playing a big big massive difference and uh coming to the rest the rest of it you know that you were talking about non verbal cues that's you know your expressions that's your gestures they are wonderful ways to kind of drive home what you're trying to say because what non verbal cues does is 
uh, a cocking an eyebrow or trying to show a symbol with your hand or smiling or a thumbs up so what it just does is that it helps reiterate a message that you would otherwise just say verbally or you know if you say supposing you're trying to talk about the magnanimity of something and you add a number to it you know and you show it the same on your finger supposing you're saying i'm going to show you five ways to get over your fear of public speaking and you hold up all five fingers right when you're talking to mm-hmm. somebody that helps truly drive the message home now non verbal cues have also become particularly important rishab in an online setting because a lot of times you know we are all just reduced to blank faces <laughs> in in little windows mm-hmm. on zoom so you know that can really kind of take the communication and make it flat it can make it thanda especially if you know we've got the pressure cooker ka city going on doorbells are being rung and everything's going absolutely crazy at home if you can communicate and use big facial expressions big hand gestures that can at least help you get notice now what it also does is that it truly shows the audience that uh, that you resonate with the content so i have seen droves of say news anchors or even people that i speak to on a regular basis on zoom they won't crack a smile they won't furrow their brow they won't change their expression because there's this preconceived notion that you're supposed to look stoic but i honestly feel that just because you're supposed to be objective it does not mean that you need to be expressionless so the minute you start showing expression even on your face it will come out in your voice so even if you're somebody who's recording a podcast you can add those cues to your content and you'll actually see the difference yeah because i've seen that people just think sitting in an online uh, you know in an online background or in an online place they think it's relatively easier than an offline session because you don't actually have to show facial expressions and gestures but i think it's actually more difficult because apart from yeah. the facial expressions and the gestures you also have to see things like you know a good internet a good and a stable internet connection and people coming uh, entering the room dogs barking <laughs> and and uh, just children uh, you know screaming and crying so there are a lot of things that we actually need to be cautious about and a uh, lot of people don't even know how to actually present themselves online they just think uh, it's similar to an offline background but i think it's relatively more important to be presentable in an online platform because all this is new to us we never experienced right. these zoom calls and everything right so uh, just a follow up question on this uh what are uh, some um sorry what are the problems that you see when it comes to the digital age and online communication i think you must have faced this and you uh you know help people to get over this you actually help uh, get uh, help me get over this too so what are your what is your take on this first of all thank you for saying that i'm so glad that at least my my session was able to kind of elicit that uh you know not not that response but really that change in you that makes me very very happy so i'll stop gushing about it right now <laughs> uh, but i just feel that you know uh, what's happening now is that you know people who assumed that they were very confident and eloquent speakers are now all of a sudden grappling with मैं अपना नोट्स भी देखू अपना पीपीटी भी देखू जूम भी देखू बैकग्राउंड भी ठीक है वाई फाई भी ठीक है ऋषभ इज दैट आर ब्रेन आर वर्किंग टू फास्ट 
we're working full time that's why perhaps we all feel really tired after a zoom call like a lot of times people will say i'm so fatigued i just didn't do anything i just did one zoom call but what yeah. happens is that the brain is working extra time to pick up on non verbal cues there is a difference in the way the brain works when you are sitting in front of me and the kind of body language i'm able to pick up and the kind of non verbal cues i'm able to pick up as opposed to what i am picking up in an online setting right so that's one big challenge but what i'm trying to do through my course and you know hopefully is help people kind of get over that mm-hmm. you know what's also really upsetting which i do think can be overcome in a digital setting is the fact that people keep their cameras off now i understand that that's sometimes done because you know i do understand that there are a fair amount of people especially women who feel unsafe with keeping their cameras on there are people who feel conscious about you know hey where they live that's also understandable in that event you have a virtual background but i honestly feel that if you can keep your cameras on please do it uh, if keeping it off sometimes just for no reason is a little rude and um another big challenge that that i face and i and i see a lot is that people have something called the thousand yard gaze and i think i <laughs> i stressed on it a lot in our yeah. class so the thousand yard stare or the 2000 yard stare is i'm sure all of us will do it at one point it's a phrase that's often used to describe uh, a very blank unfocused gaze of you know soldiers who have become emotionally detached because of the war and the horrors that they saw around them so it's also something you know used more generally to describe the look of disassociation among victims of other types of trauma now unfortunately we're seeing that a lot on zoom calls as well so i think that's another big challenge that maybe we need to fix perhaps because like i keep saying in the class a big part out being a good communicator is also being a good listener so if you are able to fix that you're ultimately being more engaged with the speaker and the person who's trying to speak and you know say something to you um another challenge i do feel is that people don't think that they need to practice for a video call a webinar or a conference like i said they just imagine that they're going to like hey Hey, it's okay. I'm just going to say anything. But you don't when you can actually stick to your script. When you structure your content in a certain way, your message gets delivered way more effectively. So I think that's another thing that people really need to do because they just imagine that this is another phone call. You're not talking to your Masiji from London friends. You're like mm-hmm. giving like a real presentation. You're you're actually speaking to people, and everybody's time is precious, especially in these situations. So it becomes imperative right now then to prepare, stick to script, but at the same time. uh not mug up your notes verbatim last i think rishab is eye contact eye contact and posture is a massive problem and if it's actually worked on correct correctly if we actually do remember that every 4 seconds we need to look up and maybe look at the camera lens so that the person feels we're speaking to them it can be quite the game changer yeah and actually uh, like as you said this the internet connection was a little bad so i guess this is another problem like as you uh, spoke i could hear you <laughs> <laughs> you know your voice being out so i think this is this was meant to be a part of the podcast so this is another uh, problem that, that i think no matter how well you might be prepared for your uh, conversation or anything you still have to get the technical aspect of this right because that this is the first thing this is the major thing you need in an online uh, setting uh, that's so right think- and i would also mm-hmm. like to just add here rishab is that you know i i thanks for actually raising that because i think patchy wifi and bad audio is just a part and parcel of of what the situation that we currently are in 
but if you go online just on youtube and just look at the amount of bloopers and videos that there are of people hilariously being put in those situations just have everybody know that you're not alone we're all dealing with things like that so if it happens don't let it rattle you just laugh it off apologize and just move on it's not your fault so yeah yeah you can't just be you know hell bent with the fact that oh my god i screwed it up or i had one chance i think you should uh, go along with it and yeah this is very true that you should laugh it off and just just apologize like mistakes happen and like you you can't actually control the internet forever yeah so um, i think all these experiences and these challenges must have obviously i can see that has made you a lot uh, stronger and all uh, these years of anchoring and you know i've seen your tedx talk i've seen your uh, youtube videos where you talk with so many guests i think that uh, essentially means that practice is perfect the more you communicate the more you talk to people that's just the best thing to actually improve your communication so uh, like i want to know something about uh, something about um, your ex- like your experience with mirror now and the challenges and the difficulties you faced with the news channel something that the listeners might be interested that how what actually goes through the mind of an anchor while speaking in a news channel so what are your thoughts on that and what are some challenges that you might have faced so thank you for asking me that question because i think a lot of times people just assume like certain things about uh, a news anchor or a host or a curator so i think this is a good way to uh, present the truth really um so i would definitely say rishab like you said that you spoke about you know how practice is very important i do feel that a lot of times yes practice is important but the way things are presented on screen is also because you have a wonderful team you have people sitting in the pcr you have a director who's constantly talking in your ear you have a producer who's constantly telling you what content is coming up you also have a camera person who's telling you where to look so these things that we usually do on our on our own on a zoom call mm. otherwise in news channels everybody else is doing for you but they do it so well off that it comes off looking as professional as it usually does um in terms of difficulties i would say there are many because you know quite honestly i'll tell you about a time it wasn't in middle now this was i think when i was working in times and now i just about started my career i was uh, i think 20 21 years old and uh, <laughs> i had you know had gone out and it was a heavy night of drinking and i was very very hungover but i still <laughs> you know dragged myself to work the next day and uh, obviously sitting on 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 air you know trying because i was very young then obviously the signs didn't show up of being hungover but uh, unfortunately at that moment uh, this bollywood star shami kapoor passed away and uh, mm. he passed away and i just i you know at the time it it was really daunting for me because my laptop would work my teleprompter wouldn't work and uh, my director didn't know too much about him because he was uh, close to the same age as i was so, and i was like man i don't know anything of chavi kapoor what am i going to do so you know i just think at that point maybe you know just my mom's memories of the bollywood star kind of saw me through i was able to just use her favorite songs and her favorite movies and kind of you know use is that in my conversation you know when we we just mumble quite honestly without using a prompter so that, that's a difficulty a bit, yeah, that most things anchors this... face where uh yeah internet yeah. is a problem mm-hmm. can you hear me now yeah yeah i can hear you now 
okay yeah. great so i would say that a lot of times tech technicalities is a big challenge that many news anchors face you'll find uh, sometimes you know you'll be wearing a earpiece and you can't hear what the director is saying you don't know what's going on because you don't you don't always have a screen in front of you so that's a big big challenge that you face um also i just think uh, besides the technical technical parts of it where you know your mic cannot work your ep cannot work uh, you know the biggest biggest thing that will hold most news anchors back is that they're pro- perhaps too dependent on their notes so i was like that for a very long time mm. where i just imagined that i was so scared where i would constantly write down everything so that i would not mess up and you know write things word to word that happened and then i you know i found that i was constantly stuck to those notes i didn't look up and engage with my audience i didn't you really feel out the conversation because i was like no it has to go in this way only so i think that kind of held me back that was a big challenge and i learned to overcome it after my editor told me that look it's okay look up talk to your panelists stop having this expression where you look like a deer who's you know caught in the headlights so i constantly when i was younger had this expression of oh no what's going on uh and uh, and i think uh, it's just those are those are some of the many challenges that we face as news anchors but at the same time through all of this we can't show that we're struggling that <laughs> that <laughs> that anything is going down we have to maintain a smiling face on tv but then if you have a good team they'll take you off air and they'll cut your audio so yeah that that, that that's a good part about having uh, a great production team always yeah that was really you know mind blowing to know because i actually never thought that so much preparation and so much uh, struggle actually went behind this because what you look in the news is just a fully prepared anchor who is just ready to speak and he or she just keeps on cont- like just they just keep on speaking and they just don't stop they go in one flow and i was like oh man you need some really really nice instructors and you need a hell lot of practice to actually master uh the art of anchoring but yeah i think you have cracked it already because i've seen you you do not ramble you you are like so close to being perfect i would say that you are perfect because i have never actually seen you ramble or you know stop or pause in between so i think that's a very good take for people to uh, um you know just yeah to learn from you so to conclude um the listeners who are listening to this what advice would you give to the people who tend to panic while speaking in front of a large crowd vishap first of all i just want to say thank you in your last comment where you said i don't ramble but that's what i'm saying you think that i don't ramble but in my mind i am rambling too much mm-hmm. so <laughs> that's just that's just something else that perhaps all of us go through so that's actually using what you are saying and what i said as a jumping off point that's my point number 1 to your listeners don't get uh nervous or carried away or worried because a lot of times it's a lot worse in our heads than it actually is coming out of our mouths so a lot of times we think that oh my god and it's so bad and people can't understand me and they hate me and i could have asked this question better and i could have done this better yeah you're always going to think that you could have done something better or that you know this was just like a 9.5 out of 10 or like uh it was just an a and not an a plus but trust me if a lot of people in your audience will turn around and tell you hey man that was an a plus Oh that was awesome that was a 10 out of 10 mm. so don't be so hard on yourself that's one 
two is that if you find that you are rambling or that you think that you know your mind and your content is meandering take a pause take a deep breath and just say these words what i'm trying to say is what that does is that it refocuses your brain and it allows you to form the sentence again and go back to the initial thought that you were trying to give my third point is that uh, i have a little bit of a caveman theory that i give give some of my students i told rishabh that the same when he was in my class uh, the fear that you know it's believed that the fear of public speaking actually emerges from the time that we were cavemen because a lot of times when the, when a caveman would step out the only eyes that would be on them are the predators so unfortunately it is believed that that has trickled down even to 2020 where we think that we are being watched we are being judged we are being evaluated no 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 don't think like that i know it's very easy for me to say don't think like that mm. but try and imagine that you are helping somebody that you are adding value and not being evaluated so before you go up on stage before you have a big call before you are nervous just tell yourself give yourself five points and say i am adding value to this conversation by a b c d e keep that structure in your mind and know your worth and say it with conviction and trust me it will be a lot better i hope that was helpful rishab and to all of your listeners that was very very helpful and i'm really glad to actually have you it's a it was a pleasure to have you sanjana and i'm sure the listeners must have taken a lot of insightful knowledge on you know how to communicate better and also one and i hope it really helps because i think we can all do with better communication true true and just one request to the uh, listeners that i'm going to be uh, leaving the link to sanjana's youtube uh the link to the youtube to her youtube and her tedx talk and also her social media profiles her facebook her instagram so you can follow her and check out her content so uh, it was a it was really a pleasure to have you sanjana and i hope to hear from you again